Warning, this podcast contains graphic language. Hey, what's happening, Metal? Big shout out to all the subscribers out there and all the Metal listening worldwide. Yeah, we're right here in the Kendall Rican podcast, the newest podcast for Metal, the hottest thing there is for Metal. So let's give it up for all the Metals out there watching worldwide. So I'm trying to do something new here, Metal. So can you please bear with me? Um, what I'm trying to do, I got this new thing that I'm trying to kick in. So let's go live. What I'm going to be like, sort of like Bob, um, Bob, not Bob, but Rush Limbaugh, when I'm doing a live stream and I'm also doing the podcast. So let's go live to, um, D life. I want to spend a little bit what I'm doing here. So let's kick it out there on the internet and we blast it on D life. So I got two things going and hopefully it works out good. Um, the last time I tried to do this was yesterday. I know I was supposed to take some time off, but I didn't. Um, I didn't finish the whole thing, you know, um, due to the fact that I'm just bored and maybe I just need a girlfriend, a wife, or something. I don't know. Maybe this metal thing is it's a little too much for me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Or, or just maybe I just want to put something out here. Maybe I'm just well rested and I just needed some time off. And even though I had some time off, I still did videos and shit like that. It's really crazy out there in YouTube. They are censorship crazy out there. And, and later, a little later on the podcast, I want to get into um, one of my suspicions that was going on. So, but we get into that a little later, later um, on that podcast. Excuse me there. Let me get organized here. Let's give shout out to all the men out there listening worldwide. Let's give a horn to them out there. Cool, right on. So... I'm going to tell you a little bit about D-Life. D-Life is a live stream. So if you listen to this podcast, you can sign up to D-Line. Um, D-Life. D-Life. Excuse me. You can sign up to D-Life. Um, it's a pretty cool app. What you do, you record um, live stream. So those people that have big shoot or you don't have, you have less than a thousand um, views on YouTube. Um, you can live stream and um, you can find a podcast if everything works out good in this segment you can find me when I do the podcast live so instead of getting the podcast you know uh, an hour later you can get it live but you, you won't get the sounds or anything like that you know I do the editing and stuff like that what I'm gonna do but I'm gonna do it to pieces but if you sign up with um, D-Life D you'll be able to find um, my mascot over there you know TFN got a monkey I got the metal dummy. I got the metal dummy. Let's give it up for the metal dummy. Yes. So, you know, like always, I got this head banging boogie podcast, like always do. Um, I, I don't know if you guys missed me for a few days, but, you know, the number was, was going up in the last podcast, and I appreciate it. Matt, shout out to um, all the listeners out there. Well, this segment, I'm going to keep it short because I want to see how, how it's going to work. But um, a little bit more about D-Life. The cool thing about D-Life that um, if you sign up, it's a, a cryptocurrency. So if you sign up, um, you can get credit for watching and you can get credit for um, um, doing the, the, the live stream. So it's pretty cool. Any gamers out there, you can... They, PewDiePie is there, so any gamers out there who want to experience it, you know, go out there and check it out, or check me out at Kendall Rican on D-Live. So let's give it up for D-Live, and let's give it up for Anchor, supporting the next creators out here. So in this set, man, I'm just going to go and tell you a story, basically, what I've been through, um, simple metal story. 
So today is gonna be my two year anniversary. So, and I'm gonna get in some a topic that not that many people talk about, and I don't like to talk about. But it just sort of like an observation that I that I went through as a midtown. Well, today my it's my two year anniversary of being plant based diet, um, aka vegan. I don't like to use the vegan, but it's been two years. So let's give it up for me. You know, it start out with basically I, I challenged myself for 30 days. And all it was because I saw a lot of information throughout the years. What you know, I'm not trying to preach to you guys. This is what I saw, and I saw um, a lot of stuff that was happening with the processed meat and the companies and all that stuff that we're doing to food. So I decided to change my lifestyle. I lost like um, 35 pounds. I feel better. I feel healthy. Um, I'm, I'm, I exercise. I walk almost every other day. So yeah, it started out. So today my anniversary. But this is going to correlate to the story I'm going to tell you. So, I don't know if you know what Minchie's is. Minchie is a frozen yogurt place. So I saw on the internet that since I'm a vegan, I don't eat nothing dairy. But they had this um this um uh, um frozen yogurt, this non-dairy chocolate made out of cashew milk. So I'll go out there, and it's a really hot day. This this was on Sunday, so I was like, you know what? Uh, I saw the ad. I was like, I'm gonna go to Minchie's. I haven't been to Minchie's in, in like two years. I love the place. So when I discovered they had this non-dairy uh, cashew milk, I was like, man, I'm gonna jump in it and try it out. So it's a warm day, and um, the place wasn't that busy. You know, it was medium. So the place is outside of the mall. You know, they had the mall, and then the, the place is outside of the mall. And I'm just there. I park kind of far away from the location. So I'm walking, it's like really warm, 90 degrees. And you know how you walk and you just heat and, and, and you thirsty and you want something cool. And as soon as you get in there, you know, you just, the AC will just hit you and you'll be like, oh man, this feels great, you know? So that's why I'm, I'm at. I got my hat backwards and everything like that. So I go out there and I wasn't paying attention. I'm just looking for this, um, frozen dessert this frozen yogurt i was looking forward to it you know and i have it's been a, a, a while since i i eat something like this so all of a sudden i saw these women i got my hat backwards like i told you i turned it back frontward and all of a sudden i see these women around the age of i'll say 35 staring at me good looking white chick um with um like sort of like a, a a top thing with a daisy dukes right i see two little girls around the age of nine or eight and i see her husband which is like six foot three i have to say tall tall guy and i'm only five foot eight you know 165 pounds you know i used to be two 200 and I, now i'm 165 last time i weighed myself so i'm looking at this this women well she was looking at me i didn't realize she was staring at me so i look at her real quick right and i'm i'm not gonna be staring at a married women you know it was you know i was like no way so so i go in line and i'll get that frozen yogurt that i wanted the cashew chocolate or frozen yogurt but she keep looking at me staring at me so she obviously was staring at me since the time i walk in all the way 
So the place, I don't know how you've been Minchies. Minchies is small. It all had all I have is couples stole there and that's it. You know, it's very small. And I'm thinking, I'm not gonna go outside and have this thing melted. And it's expensive too. A little bit of thing is like five bucks. And like I'm gonna stay here. So we basically I basically was across from them. And she cannot stop staring at me. And they stare at me like and I look. But my observation, it was weird because I saw her husband, which I felt so bad. I felt really, really bad for him. And I talk about this is a big guy, big guy. Huh? He's like six to like 200 plus. This guy would destroy me in a minute, you know? you know, tough, one of those tough white guys, you know, look not tough, but you know, he, he, he can do something. But the thing is the man I staring at him, right? And this lady, she stand at me and then take her eyes away, but she skipped. And I was just looking at her husband. And her husband looked so defeated. Something so sad. He looks defeated. He looks sad. He looks pathetic. He looked like he don't have no energy. I mean, they were dressed well. It's not like he came out of work. He looked like he just fed up. He don't give up fuck about life he got the two girls eating next to him say daddy this daddy that he's like yeah yeah do you know that his his wife was staring at me the whole fucking time i was there for at least five to seven minutes that i can calculate because i took my time on the phone i'm eating i said i'm gonna you know taste this thing and she keeps staring at me do you know that man did not took the eyes of that fucking bowl of the frozen yogurt that whole time he didn't realize that his wife was looking at me and just chasing me around and stuff. And I was just looking at him, see if he can glance at me. The whole fucking time, he just looking at the bowl of yolk, frozen yogurt. Like, I never saw a sad thing, you know. Maybe it's just my observation as a metal, you know, that I saw this man being defeated. The husband looked defeated. He was like around 42, 42 years old, like my age. He looked so defeated and fed up with life. And I'm thinking, man, I am so glad that I met Tyler and I had to put up with the with a woman and two kids and the woman just looking at me. I believe if if she would have a chance, she would have she would have sex with me, honestly, because it was so noticeable that she was looking at me. And the husband, he was so amazing for the six minutes. He didn't even look up. He just just focusing on his. He was hunched down and just focusing on eating. Not he don't even bother with his own children. You know he just probably so fucking fed up with life and marriage life that he just don't give a fuck anymore. That he just figured out I have to carry this burden for another another ten more years till these kids just grown. And this and this is the thing about the, the area that I live at. There's a lot of people having kids late. They went into their 30s to have kids, and it's, and they and, and the kids are young. By the time they're 40, they you know, nine, nine, six. You know, it's just something like really crazy, and and I feel so bad and so sad for this man. And then I'm walking out, out of Minchies, the frozen yogurt place, and this woman was still looking at me, and I looked back, I looked at her, but I looked at the husband. And the husband was still looking at the bowl and eating the um, the frozen yogurt. 
it was unbelievable. I wasn't paying attention to it. Yeah, she was a good looking chick and she walked around and picked a look and she was wearing Daisy Dukes, but I was more focused on her husband and his defeat and the burden that he had to carry for her. I don't know how many years he got to do that. Well, this is a story that I just want to tell you, Meta. Feel bad for those um, married men out there. You want to get married? Well, that's what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marriage is not for me. I tried. I didn't never get. I never, never was married. I did a two-year cohabitation, and I did it for the kids' sake. For my kids' sake. After the two years, I said, you know, this is not my gig. This is not for me. And I've been free since then, you know. I paid the 18 years of child support and stuff like that. But that gig, I thank God that I never did it. I never got married and none of that stuff. Because the way that man was looking, whoo. I know he got to go through some shit. Dinner with that skank. Probably was, she was probably was cheating on him. Don't don't give a fuck what, what, you know, what she does. Don't give a fuck about him. Well, that's my summertime story. So, hey, Meta. Um... So this is the end of the set, man. I'll be right back. So I'll see you in a bit, Meta. Meta. Welcome to Kendra Rican Podcast, one of the podcasts for Meta. We're right here on D Live and we're podcasting it up. So let's give it up for D Live and Meta. So let me put the button right here so we can go live to D Live. So I hope you guys sign up to the to the D Live app. It's a pretty cool app out there so you can do the live streaming. So I'm doing a lot, a lot of multitasking Meta. But you know, this is what I do. This is this is why this is the hottest podcast out here, Meta. So let's give it up for Meta. And all you guys um listening worldwide, I appreciate it that you tuning in. And um I miss you guys being out here in the mic. I just got this brand new mic um in the last broadcast, which is like Friday. And I was so eager to use it. I'm glad that I'm using it. You know, it's money well spent because I can hear the sound quality. It sounds much better than the the microphone that I had before with the headsets, the Apple um, headsets and stuff like that. Well, so let's get into a little bit of thing here, Metal. Um, I knew something like this happened. This is brand new. This is from the Atlantic. The article is going to be lengthy, but you know, we men, we can figure things out. Um, I knew it was something like this with all this YouTube happening and all this shooting and all this shit that's going on with YouTube, I knew it was something the feminists were gonna call on the attack and have some nonsense bullshit to attack men. We all know these monsters feminists are nuts. We all know what they're doing. We know the game plan. We know women behavior. And it just a matter of time before I say, matter of fact, I was thinking about this today. I was like, watch, they're gonna blame men for something with all this shooting and stuff. Well, 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 for God behold, this is the Atlantic. It came out like um, this morning. Uh, to learn about the fears, right? 
Start with the manosphere. So all of a sudden, the manosphere from the right. And this is an article. Um, this is an article by the Atlantic, right, Metal? And it says the sexiest world has become a recruiting ground for potential mass shooters. So now the manosphere, and this is obviously a article by a feminist. The article is quite lengthy. So what I'm going to do for you men out there, I'm going to play the audio version because, you know, like I say, um, the future between men and machine, like they always tell me on, on YouTube. So I'm going to play this so you can hear. It's going to have, I'm going to warn you, it's going to have some announcements, some French words. They're going to talk about something about China, you know, the eclipse and stuff like that. Just ignore that. Um, just ignore the stories they're going to play, but just follow the story. So I'm going to play this right here. And um, this is by some feminists out there blaming the menosphere for the shootings. I knew this on shit was going to happen like this. No wonder have come on. Um, Cock to a blocking on all the Menosphere um, channels and all the Meta channels. I knew they were gonna come out some trick shit like this. Well, no further ado, Meta. Let me play this for you guys so you guys can hear this nonsense that is happening. Please bear with me and let's rock and roll this thing. To learn about the far right, start with the Manosphere. The sexist world has become a recruiting ground for potential mass shooters. Helen Levis. 10.46 AM ET. Two women hold placards in a women's rights march in New York City. Muhammad El-Tami Anadolu Agency Kati. Most mass shooters are men. Sophie Walker, the former leader of Britain's Women's Equality Party. That fact soon after 51 people were killed by a gunman in Christchurch, New Zealand. A. Mother Jones Database, of all U.S. killing sprees since 1982 records for female killers and 111 male ones. In response, she was deluged with angry emails and accused of playing the gender card. A BBC journaliste told her, not sure now is the right time to make this about gender, Sophie. Advertisement. Only, she did not make this about gender. The shooters themselves did that. The idea that feminism is decadent and is destroying Western civilization. The idea that women's natural role is to have children and to be subservient to men. The idea that strong men are needed to save the world through violence. All of these arguments are found across extremist websites. And in the words of shooters themselves, anti-feminist rhetoric is a powerful gateway to violent white nationalism. And it is calculated to appeal to the demographic overwhelmingly responsible for mass shootings, young white men. The 28-year-old man awaiting trial over the Christchurch massacre wrote a self-justifying screed titled The Great Replacement. It begins, it's the birth rates, it's the birth rates, it's the birth rates. The 21-year-old American who allegedly killed 22 people in El Paso, Texas, left behind a four-page document outlining his motivations. Its most consistent theme is the danger of Hispanic invaders who also have close to the highest birth rate of all ethnicities in America. The alleged shooter adds, my motives for this attack are not at all personal. Actually, the Hispanic community was not my target before I read The Great Replacement. Advertisement. HTTPS Both men are referring to the right-wing conspiracy theory popularized by the French author Renaud Camus, which warns that non-whites are having more children than whites, and that the resulting demographic change threatens European culture. This idea has been memified by the online far-right, with different groups painted as the usurpers, 
the neo-Nazis in Charlottesville, Virginia, chanted that Jews will not replace us, for the Christchurch shooter, the threat came from Muslims, in El Paso, it was Hispanic immigrants, most police, a protester in a march holds a sign reading white supremacy is terrorism, the fight against white nationalism is different, Mike Gillio, read more, a reformed white nationalist says the worst is yet to come, a reformed white nationalist says the worst is yet to come, Yara Bayamian, Katigazi Nun. Protesters wearing gas masks and makeshift body armor march in the streets of Hong Kong. The counteroffensive against conspiracy theories has begun. Peter Pomeranzev. The Russian and Chinese president greet each other at the G20 summit, the new concept everyone in Washington is talking about. Uri Friedman. In all these strands of replacement theory, controlling white female sexuality and reproduction is vital. Women's sexual and reproductive freedom are seen as threats to civilization itself. It is therefore not surprising that anti-feminism is an entry point to the online far right. Misogyny is used predominantly as the first outreach mechanism. Ashley Mathies, a researcher at the University of North Carolina who studies the far right online, told me, you wrote something, or your life should have been X. But because of the ridiculous things feminists are doing, you can't access them. Advertisement. One recruiting ground is the collection of sites known as the Manosphere, which the British anti-extremism charity Hope Not Hate considered a serious enough force to include in its most recent State of Hate report. It's a very difficult movement to get to grips with says the Hope Not Hate researcher Simon Murdoch. It's a very loose movement, and because it's online, people are usually anonymous. The manosphere stretches from the kind of lukewarm anti-feminism that would pass virtually unremarked in a newspaper column through to glorifications of extreme misogyny. Although the manosphere's leading figures have appeared at for-right events, and vice versa, the links between the two are more about an exchange of ideas than shared personnel, as young men are drawn deeper into these online communities. The anti-feminist message transforms into one with racial overtones, Matthews said. Once you engage with the idea that a social justice warrior club and the feminist movement have increased the precarity of men, she said, that moves over time into the increased precarity and endangerment of the West. Advertisement. These ideas circulate through YouTube videos, anonymous message boards such as 8chan, Facebook groups, and Twitter accounts. The online ecosystem allows dense, rambling conspiracist tracks to be chopped up and recirculated in more palatable forms. Camus book-length version of The Great Replacement, for example, was condensed by the Canadian far-right activist Lauren Southern in a YouTube video that now has more than 600,000 views. Southern is no fringe figure, she is verified on YouTube, and she, was retweeted. Anti-feminism and the far-right overlap because both weave narratives around real, observable phenomena surrounding race and reproduction. Birth rates are indeed falling across the developed world. Women who reach higher education levels tend to have fewer children. The family wage, where a man earns enough to support a wife and children, has disappeared. Working women have greater economic freedom, instead of being dependent on men. Many of them find it easier, though still not easy, to leave abusive or otherwise intolerable relationships. Women who can control their fertility and their bank accounts do not have to be subservient to men. Advertisement. Then there's the sexual revolution, 
Put simply, Western women are largely choosing for themselves whom to have sex with, rather than having their lives dictated by families, religion, or the state. The modern far-right often rails against conservative Muslim communities. Several British groups, such as the English Defense League, warn frequently about the alleged encroachment of Sharia law, but these sentiments are, paradoxically, mixed with an admiration for societies in which women's sexual freedoms are restricted. According to Mathis, the far-right argues that Muslim men control Muslim women, and that means their civilization is rising, while the West is declining. Anti-feminist ideas work so well as recruiting tools for the far-right for three reasons. First, they sit at a particular point in popular discourse. They are widely accepted in mainstream society and can be voiced with minimal pushback, yet still seem edgy and iconoclastic. The argument that women are less intelligent than men, for example, is less inflammatory in Britain than the suggestion of differences among racial groups. When Hope Not Hate's education team goes into British schools and colleges, it ceases firsthand. This opposition to feminism is one of the things that students will feel much more comfortable expressing. Murdoch says, anti-black racism is something they know is a bit more sensitive, but at the same time, sexism is frowned upon by political and cultural elites, so voicing it feels rebellious and insurgent. The 24-year-old shooter who allegedly killed nine people in Dayton, Ohio, was reportedly in a pornogrime band that released albums with names such as Six Ways of Female Butchery and he was reportedly suspended from school for keeping up about the list of fellow students Advertisement HTTPS dvojbodka lomeno lomeno www.shopersvojice.com Second, anti-feminism offers to address a genuine sense of grievance sites such as 4chan Another anonymous message board have developed a whole language to talk about the hurt young men feel. Stacy's conventionally attractive, sexually available white women, date chats, jocks, ignoring nice guys who get dream zoned, men who claim to be feminists are manganous and white knights. If these men date feminists, they are probably being cucked, cheated on, because women like real men, not beta males. What starts as Why won't girls sleep with me? An appeal to a wounded sense of entitlement becomes Why can't women be controlled? Finally, anti-feminist ideology has the capacity to become a 360-degree conspiracy theory similar to the kind of anti-Semitic ideas that flourish online. Feminists are presumed to influence all government decisions, even though women are still underrepresented at every level of elected office. Across the fractured, diverse outposts of the manosphere, one of the few things they will agree on is a conspiratorial view of feminism. Murdoch says, they don't consider that it was ever a movement for gender equality. They think it was a guise to assert control over men. Advertisement. Young men who enter this world undergo a grooming process, Matthews adds. Feelings of disaffection are blamed on women, and as they go down that track, there's conspiratorial stuff on climate change, corporations, based on someone's interests. This is a common feature of online conspiracy theories. Genuine problems are identified and attributed to a single cause, whether that's the gynocracy or the great replacement. The ideology of the online far-right, like other conspiracy-minded parts of the internet, is a messy web of borrowed ideas, some of them contradictory. It draws intellectual firepower from other groups, such as the rationalist and new atheist movements. These argue that humans are irrational and prone to prioritize feelings over facts. 
and their adherents sometimes claim that scientific truths are now unspeakable because of political correctness. The leaders of these movements are largely male, which plays into the long-standing association of men with intellect and women with emotion. Advertisement. When plugged into the anti-feminist tradition, these ideas translate into a scientific truth that men are intellectually and physically superior, and, therefore, that their greater political power and wealth through history are justified. Feminism is unnatural, disruptive, and doomed. Matthews sees an intriguing mirror between this ideology and that of Islamist terror groups such as the Islamic State. The religious version is that men's superiority has been divinely ordained, whereas the secular version is biology, the difference between the male and female brain. Either way, it's a basic founding part of their worldview, she said. Both ideologies preach that for men to be strong, women have to be in their right place. That's what makes society okay. The Manosphere offers disaffected young men a comforting, nostalgic vision, a return to order in a world that can seem frightening and fast-changing. All the researchers I spoke with stressed the need to differentiate among the various strains of far-right and anti-feminist ideology. Elizabeth Pearson of Swansea University, who researches counter-jihad movements, warns against using one of feminism's new buzz phrases, toxic masculinity, to her. It has become code for problem men, and they are usually Muslim men or white working-class men. They might be marginalized and disenfranchised. They might be difficult or fear is that the knee-jerk response to the rise of the far right will repeat the mistakes of counter-extremism and counter-error policy after 9-11 by identifying a population that then becomes the new problem. That framing both alienates the majority of non-violent, non-extreme men and does little to address the grievances or counteract the methods that lure susceptible individuals toward the far right. Advertisement. After yet more mass shootings, the picture feels bleak. But there is some small consolation. The researchers I spoke with said that the links between anti-feminism and the far right are now being taken seriously. Understanding these links should help us tackle extremism. When I first started writing about sexist online abuse and anti-feminist memes in 2013, there was a widespread perception that these were purely internet-based phenomena, and therefore not serious issues. That view has receded as prominent women have been. Addicted offline. Through attacks coordinated and glorified online, it is also now apparent that the memes and ideas spread by anti-feminists and other extremist groups have worked their way into mainstream politics. In 2017, Robert Fisher, a Republican state lawmaker in New Hampshire, Rossignol. After, the Daily Beast reported that he had left offensive comments on an anti-feminist reddit forum called The Red Pill. A username linked to him had attacked women's personalities as lackluster and boring, serving little purpose in day-to-day -day life and advised men to record their sexual encounters to avoid false rape allegations. Advertisement. Mathis, who studied the Republican debates during the 2016 presidential election, saw similar false rape narratives gaining purchase there. Early in his campaign, Trump framed the need for immigration around the specter of Mexican rapists. These incidents were a somber reminder that what starts in the manosphere now has real political power. Mathis's research interests, which were once dismissed as a fringe preoccupation, are seen as more and more legitimate. Gender has always been a factor in mass shootings. Finally, now, we are beginning to ask why. Helen Lewis's writer page. Well, 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 you saw that. You heard that. We got the Marxist feminists out there making a correlation between the Muslims, um, the menosphere, white men, 
And um, well, I go, I go to, I'm gonna be honest. I'm a minority. I'm a Hispanic. I'm a Latino. And I hate, I hate Marxist feminists like this fucking skank. I really do. So what are they gonna say? That I'm um, I'm a right wing. I'm not no right wing. I'm not. I hate Marxist feminists because I know their agenda. The agenda, all along, is to control, to dominate. That's all. No, let's debunk this shit real quick. Let's go to the studies. 62% are graduating from college are women. 80% of female teachers are women. Um, all the goods and benefits are women women get by the gynocentric government. We all know that. Divorce court, I mean family court, alimony, child support. All this agenda was created by those Marxist feminists back in the 1970s and 60s. So don't don't come out with this shit with the ministry and the right wing. That coalition do not work because the simple fact that men are are in today's society are being under attack from every angle. Look at the Gillette uh, commercial. Look at what's happening in boys in school. Boys in school are are being um, targeted. Women are protecting girls over boys. There is no male teachers in school anymore. Now, look at all these false sexual accusations that's been going on within the last two years since the Me Too movement. Look what men have avoiding women as much as possible. You know, not, uh, how you call that? Not teaching them how to work in the workplace. Not dating them. Each day, men are avoiding women. It's because the Marxist feminists. Only 5% of females consider themselves feminists. Even females do not like feminists. So this is just utter bullshit. That these Marxist feminists are coming out there and trying to bring some shit. That's all. Bullshit. That's what they're doing. Now it's election season. It started, and I guess Trump and all these skanks from the all these women out there, the Democrat women, and they're trying to do this coalition. Matter of fact, we're on the attack. We can even express ourselves on YouTube. We got to run to different outlet. That's why I'm here. We can be ourselves because YouTube has been inf- infected by these Marxist feminists. That's what it is. That's what's happening. You know. That's all. They have taken over YouTube. They have taken over um, corporations. They have taken um, all these um, technocrats, Marxist feminists. You know what I think? And this called whatever right wing menosphere. I say fuck feminism. I give it shotgun straight to the fucking dome, bitches. Fuck them. That's what I have to say. And fuck this article by the fucking Atlantic. Those feminists make me sick. And they are out of control. They're in high power. Look at feminists. The highest feminist there is right now is in the White House. Ivanka Trump. To all you Trumpers out there. Ivanka Trump is a well-known feminist. Okay? You mid-town Trumpers. In case you didn't know that nonsense bullshit. Well, this was a lengthy um, episode. But, oh, I went trigger happy there, mid-town. But um, thank you for tuning in, and um, I tell you what, uh, I'm trying to do something here, Metal. Just give me a second. So with this, 
I, I just left the, the stream out there. So I'm gonna go back to my other sector right here. And with this, wow, it was 20 minutes long. Sorry it took that long. But I'll see you on the next, um, next episode. So I'll be right back, Meta. What's happening, Meta? Welcome back to Kendall Raken Podcast, one of the hottest podcasts for Meta. Yes, gentlemen, we're doing out here this thing. We're podcasting that up. I'm not going to do another segment out there in D Life because it's kind of complicated. So I was trying to do the other one and did not quite work out like I wanted to because it did not go uh, live stream. But oh well, we still rock and roll here. We're still doing our thing, right, Meta? Right, guys? So that's what counts. So this let's be a let's this be a warning for you men out there. Um, protect yourself all the time. Always wear a condom. If you, I'm not talking to the monks. If you're a monk, you you don't have to deal with this subhuman like us, who got still have this libido and still gotta, you know, fuck with these skanks. But always wear a condom before you you shoot out some cum. And this story. It's very, very fucking um, disturbing. One woman can fuck up your mind, your body, your soul, play tricks. And let's go to the, the state of Georgia. Something out there in Georgia, I don't know what's happening. I don't know, it's too much water, it's polluted. I don't know what's happening. But this story is so bizarre. This is by the AP, by the way. I'm not making this shit up. I don't have a soundbite. I do have a soundbite. Yes, I do. Um, this woman, police say, women say that she lied on video about spreading HIV. So according to the article, this Georgia woman, she goes to Facebook Live and claimed that she infected many other people, right? So I guess it's when out there in social media went crazy and you know how these 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 bitches be doing. This is a black bitch, you know. Excuse me, I'm not racist and shit like that. My kid's mom, she's a black woman, but a good thing she's not this fucking skank. You know, she is educated. She works for. She used to work for a firm, but these educated black bitches, man. She was educated. I wasn't. You know, I was, actually I, I am a high school dropout. I just got a GED. But she always remind me, you know. Her income and shit like that. That's why I, I didn't last that long with her fucking ass. Stupid ass. Anyway. But you got these fucking ghetto ass queens out there. This country ass fucking folks out there in um Georgia. Did you know? I was reading. You know, I get into this stuff, right? And I'm reading an article. Did you know that 55% of black people in, in, in Atlanta have HIV? 55% I was reading this article I was like This is unbelievable This is like crazy This is an expectation That's going on out there in Georgia What the fuck is happening Man that is some sick shit That's a really high number And and, and they say that I, The odds of black women with herpes and, and having all kinds of disease Is really really high In the African American community You know That is sickening Ooh. 
God. No wonder how come many how come so many black men are metal, you know? There is a lot of them out there. But um back to this story because it's it's so disturbing and sickening that um she goes and she makes this video and start putting names, just dropping names, name after name. So according to the Georgia Department of Public Health and Documents, um, the state that diagnosed um, HIV 2007, they say that it's a, um, a felony to transmit it, um, HIV to another person without them not knowing. So let, let's give it off what they from Georgia because it's obviously having an epidemic out there um, to the government out there that... If you so if if you get somebody infected without them knowing, it's a it's a felony. It's a felony, so that's good for them. It's a public health crisis that is happening out there in Georgia. Unbelievable, sick. It's sick. All these bitches are fucking nuts, nuts and crazy. That's all they are. Insanity. It's insanity. Worse than San Francisco. It's higher than the. It's higher than the actually the um the gay community out there. Can you imagine 55% of black people have HIV? That just means that they're not protecting themselves. They're just rot dogging it, you know, just doing all kinds of nasty shit, just jumping in bed to bed to bed to bed and just rot dogging it because they don't want to protect themselves. It's insanity. Just crazy. But I'm gonna play you something crazy, metal. Because I'm out here exposing these fucking crazy lunatics. I don't give a fuck if they're black, white, Hispanic, whatever. These fucking maniac are, are, are running around in the streets of the Western world making all kinds of uh, craziness. Just craziness. You know, havoc. All kinds of shit. Metal. Damn it. So I'm, I'm actually got the sound bite from the skank going to Facebook Live. And mentioning names. I got it right here. You're right here in the hottest podcast for metal. So I got the sound bite. You have to listen to this skank. Let me play something for this motherfucker, for this bitch out here. It's sickening. Can you imagine you have sex with a woman and she goes, you know, because, you know, Facebook, everybody's connected to Facebook and everybody's friend. And she starts naming um, husbands, she start naming ex-boyfriend, she start naming all kinds of shit, but I got exclusive, we got exclusive right here, Meta, check this shit out, it's not even funny, it's disgusting, it's sick, let me hear, hear this shit, Meta, it's, she goes on a rant for a minute and 21 seconds, check this shit out. HIV positive, Roy D, Roger Allen, you HIV positive, Jen Ferguson, you HIV positive, Demonte, Bala, bitch, you HIV positive, bitch, the little bitch you fucking, bitch, she gonna be HIV positive, and you fucking the bitch wrong, goddamn baby dad, Tony Wood, bitch, you HIV positive, bitch, all y'all niggas that on the fall Fall the butler, Dorsey, why you doing all that shit? And I was fucking your nigga, your hub and wrong. Hmm, you HIV positive. Hmm. Yeah, that motherfucking poet. Now, hey y'all. Yeah, it's time for the real to know now. What, what y'all got to say now, huh? Hmm? I always get the last laugh, bitch. <laughs> now, y'all sick as fuck. 
right now with me. Now I'm watching our motherfucker die. <laughs> Ain't no time I don't know. Yeah. Motherfucker play with me. I told I'm an evil motherfucker. I'm evil here. I get real nasty and evil. <laughs> yeah. What a shame. Shame, shame, shame. Disgusting. That's this is the Western women. How sick and disturbed they are. We we just out here supposed to be skanks. When I call them skanks, they skanks. But thank thank God and thank for those men and women out there that she's not HIV positive. She was being a vindictive fucking skank, trying to get um vengeance or whoever in her fucking crazy ass mind like the same lunatics that i exposed here in my videos throughout this whole year metal just a crazy psychotic bitch who's bitter don't have nothing better to do they put shit on the internet because she's over the wall nothing better to do get a fucking job or take care of your kids and shit you probably got like a gang of kids out there these fucking skanks Make me sick, metal. Let's give this bitch a shotgun straight to the dome. Not a fact, for the stress that she put all these people to, let's give him a double shotgun. Like they're doing Georgia style. Well, metal, this is my podcast for the day. I hope you enjoy it. I hope you find it informative. It was kind of lengthy, but I got some energy back. You know, and um, check me out on D Live. Sign up in D Live. I'm gonna be doing some live streaming. I throw some live streaming out there, but you can also find me in Cock Two for now. But the Cock Two thing is gonna be done. You can find me in Big Tune Instagram. Um, shout out to the Tarot Squad, all the people out there in the Tarot Squad, Metal Tarot Squad on Telegram, and um, and all the major podcasts. So I say, um, thank you for tuning in. The podcast is getting bigger. Thank you for sharing. Share the podcast. Go and join out there, um, D Life, so we can spread the word. Just spread the word that D Life's in town, and you can stream and do all kinds of stuff out there. So I say peace, stay metal, and I'll definitely catch you on the next podcast, maybe video or not, and big shoot. Peace.